Hello, beautiful friends of the Lola community. I am out in the woods on a sacred sabbatical, and I thought it would be really nice. Uh, This is kind of a selfish episode because I'm in the woods. I've been here for about four hours now, and I've done already a lot of good work on this Ayurveda for Families book that I've been dreaming of and mapping out. But I'm alone here for 24 hours. I took a walk in the woods. I did some writing and I thought this is really what sacred sabbatical is all about. And this personal retreat time for you to work on projects or writing or reading or napping or nothing. (laughs) Um, And so I just grabbed myself a cup of tea and my yoga mat and I'm going to do this episode, this little bonus sacred sabbatical episode. Um, And I said it's selfish because I want to share with you guys, you know, what this feels like. I want to connect with you even though I'm alone out here. Mm. For me, that connection piece and that sharing is such an integral part of my own mental health and well-being. And so even though you're not here in the room, I feel you in my heart and I feel you in the presence of this beautiful little cabin. And um, I invite, I hope that you'll all get a chance to do something like this for yourself um, at some point in your life. And if this is not the season where you can get away for a whole 24 hours, um, just looking at maybe is there a little window of time in the next few weeks, months, years, um, days where you can just take some time for yourself. So I want to talk a little bit about what a sacred sabbatical is and how I define it. Um, I originally heard this term from Barbara Stanley in the book Sacred Success, which I was reading to myself sitting on the couch with a broken foot in the spring of 2016. And I was couch bound. I was not supposed to be walking with any pressure for six weeks or driving. Um, And so I took a stack of books and basically moved onto my couch and opened the door and felt spring, even though I couldn't go out and move about in it. Um, And it was very challenging mentally, physically, emotionally. During that time, I also, two people who I care for passed away and I went to two funerals on crutches. and felt the physical, emotional pain, grief of sitting with that discomfort on a very simple level, um, really holding it beside the grief of these dear people who passed away. And so there was sort of a lot. This is why when I say sacred sabbatical and I think about them, this is what I go to, this original moment in time where I was really encouraged by whatever, the universe, creativity, my own self, who knows, um, to sit down and, and work with what was coming up in for me and to stop the pace of my life that was always about moving forward, moving forward, doing for others. What's the next thing? What am I going to do next? How much more can I add? And so the sacred sabbatical 
gave me this time to pause and reset and renew. And I try to now have intentional sacred sabbaticals like this at least once a season. Um, And sometimes like this one, there actually is something that I want to work on that's creative, this book. Um, But also I know that if I didn't get anything done in the book, that would be okay too if if that's what my heart needed. Um, And so I have done some rest and recharge and renew personal time where nothing is really accomplished, quote unquote, um, but heart work and soul work and integration and just being with myself Um, Like many of you, I am around my family members, clients, students, groups. I love it. I love people. I am completely, I can't remember, what's the word for people who are introverted and extroverted? Well, that's ambivert. I think that's the word. That's me. I love people um, and I love being with them, but I also need deep time alone. And I would actually say that all of us, the more we get to know ourselves and work with ourselves, the more um, we all are like that. Can you guys hear the birds? They're so loud all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> so this is that intentional alone time, especially in a season where um, I have the kids a lot and I'm with them from three o'clock on every day. Okay, so sacred sabbatical time, I gave you a little bit of a background, actually intentional time off, mental time off from the pace of everyday life, Um, just bringing a pause into your life. Um, And listen, your sacred sabbatical could just be um, some time carved out in your schedule in your life where you're just intentionally saying no. So you could be, I call this the pause and saying yes. So we could just kind of let people know, you know, someone may call and say, Hey, can you have lunch or dinner next week? And you say, you know, actually I'm just taking a a sacred sabbatical or a staycation where I'm just going to do the minimum. And that might be going to a nine to five or uh, taking care of the children, um, but not adding on. So a pause in, in all the yes. If you can't get away into the woods or into a cabin or just by yourself for a few hours. Um, it's also a pause in productivity. So typically when we're doing this kind of soul work, we don't really want to have to-do lists. Um, my mind and many of yours, I have a very pitta, fiery mind that really thrives in passion and planning. And like I have a real passion for planning. And so sometimes I may say, oh, I'm going to bring this great book or I want to make sure to bring, like I brought my sandalwood oil, which I love. So that is kind of a way where I can still work with the nature of the mind, wanting to have some go-tos and some things I know I want to do while I'm here. But at the same time, it's not really, um, I did not give myself, you know, I need to write a hundred pages or I need to write for five hours or I need to do this or that. I didn't give myself um, actual outcome or results. It was more about having just some things that I know I wanted to do while I was here. So, um, so that's about kind of the pause in productivity. Okay. Next is how do you know if it's time for this kind of rest is I would say, If you're feeling cloudy, confused, restless, um, if you've had an illness that won't let go, 
Um, that is really powerful, a really powerful sign if you've got some congestion or you're just perpetually exhausted and it's not um, your time of the cycle. You're not bleeding or about to bleed. Like you, where you are in your cycle is not a time of exhaustion. Um, maybe emotionally you've been going through something and it's kind of catching up with you. Typically, you know, where our bodies are not in real time. So it could have been for the past three to six months, you might have had a really busy season and didn't have time to process and rest and digest your emotions and what happen. And so um, that could be a good sign that it might be time for sacred sabbatical. So watching the flows of your own energy and your own health and vitality can help you get a little bit more tapped into when that might be a good time for you. Also, I find seasons of unknown is is a good time to implement some time away. And what I mean by that is Many of you guys who I know in in just in my life are going through some big questions of what next for work, career, um, kind of thinking about work, life, family, next steps. Lots and lots of you. I'm wondering if it's just kind of this itch and this restlessness and all for all of us to be doing something with more meaning and purpose or if we're just at the stage of midlife where we're asking those questions, when I look back through my journals and get honest with myself, I'm always asking that question. You know, I'm always thinking about how does this feel? Is this something I want to keep doing? Um, What's next? What else is out there? What might be a good fit? And so I have accepted over the past like six to 12 months that these are just questions I'll always be asking. And I don't have to know the answer right now. That's a big practice for me in letting go of knowing the right next thing or the big thing is that a softening and a relaxing into Ayurveda has given me a trust for this moment, this present day, what feels good now. And this is an example, right? I wanted to take a break on the podcast of the structure of it, of an intro, of, you know, getting ads and listeners, just all of that. I wanted to take a break from that that was starting to weigh on me to make decisions about where, what direction to take the podcast. And my heart just said, take a break. And today when I got out here, um, I, I knew my heart said, like I heard the little whisper that said, record sacred sabbatical, just give a little, a little chat. And that felt so good. And so I grabbed the tea and sat down and here we are. So I could not have planned that if I wanted to, and it's okay to let your ideas and visions like shift and change um, within the context and the container of what you're already doing. And what I mean by that is there's a difference between following energy and creativity and gifts and service and sharing in one lane, right? So health, wellness, vitality, Ayurveda, yoga, personal growth and development is a lane that that has a lot of intersections and crossovers. Um, If I were to then switch over and only talk about schools and education or switch over again and move to corporate wellness or switch again and go to uh, fitness and nutrition or switch again and go, you know, sort of maybe more of the science of fitness and nutrition or life hacks or I don't know, there's like a lot of other 
areas I could go touch on that would be kind of jumping around, this continues to feel like a thread that's pulling through. And the reason I bring this up is it's okay to find um, new heart paths and new directions and also really honing the skills and strengths that we already have so we don't always have to start over from the beginning. And I think um, is obviously is very personal, but just something to kind of chew on there. The last thing, well, not last, but close to the last thing I wanted to say about our sacred sabbatical is that before I came today, I did a lot of tying up loose ends. I paid bills. I cleaned my email. For the most part, I cleaned my desk. I got my books in order, returned library books, um, filled out sailors' paperwork for fall classes, um, did admin things, cleared off my family to-dos. You know, I moved through all of these things that were on my mind um, so that I could arrive here and arrive and that I wouldn't be worried about responding to anything or getting something on the way home. I could really just be when I landed. And so um, I really encourage everyone to have a period of tying up loose ends in their life um, and having that be a regular practice. When Oh, this was what I was going to say about um, when we tie up loose ends. There's lots of ways that can look also. It can look like deleting, unsubscribing, delegating, or bringing forth into the world. And so what I mean by that last one, I think delete, unsubscribe, and delegate are pretty common lexicon. Everybody knows that. What I mean by bring forth is... If you have an idea on something and you've been wanting to do it, now is the time. So you can definitely do that um, and bring that forth into the world. Um, And that's definitely what I've been doing. I had been marinating on some ideas for an Artist's Way group and for um, a study group for my new workbook and uh, hosting a Thrive in the fall and offering some private coaching to our uh, community. And so I did all of that this week before I left so that I could um, have some time just to relax and not be thinking about it. Um, During your sacred sabbatical, obviously adding more time for just you to stretch and meditate and journal. All of your soul practices will be a great gift. So I just want to close this sacred sabbatical session with a poem um, that I found in a book called Sabbaths by Wendell Berry, which is here at the retreat center. I go among the trees and sit still. All my stirring becomes quiet around me like circles on water. My tasks lie in their places where I left them asleep like cattle. Then what is afraid of me comes and lives a while in my sight. What it fears in me leaves me and the fear of me leaves it. It sings and I hear its song. Then what I am afraid of comes. I live for a while in its sight. What I fear in it leaves me and the fear of it leaves me. It sings and I hear its song. After days of labor, mute in my concentrations, I hear my song at last and I sing it as we sing, the day turns and the trees move.